You're tuned in to the Recruiting Hogs podcast, part of the Hogbeat Podcast Network. I am your host, Mason Choate, managing editor at hogbeat.com, joined by recruiting analyst at hogbeat.com, Alex Trader. Got a lot to get to today. Our last episode of the Recruiting Hogs podcast was kind of slow, not a whole lot to talk about, but this one, there's a lot to talk about and a lot of stuff that's going to get a lot of people worked up, including ourselves people who are employed by rivals we are worked up about it as well so um the the preseason the final preseason rivals 250 rankings came out five razorback commits on the list some that uh that were previously on the list still on the list but dropped um some guys who are committed to arkansas should be on the list and they're not and so we're going to talk about that uh a, a new top five for a Highly touted recruit dropped, and Arkansas is part of that. We'll talk about that as well. Alex dropped his 2024 big board for quarterbacks, so we got a lot to get to. Um, so let's get to it, Alex. Let's start with the 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 release of the preseason 250, the final preseason rivals 250, which is the top 250 recruits in the 2023 class. A little disappointing. Um, I think for us, yourself and myself, our big thing was – no Malachi Singleton? Are you kidding me? How is Malachi Singleton not in the Rivals 250? Go ahead, Alex. Yeah, I mean, as far as myself goes, I'm going to be fully transparent here. I had a story pre-written saying, you know, hey, Malachi Singleton finally, after being underrated as a 5.5 three-star, a low three-star by Rivals, after being underrated, in my opinion, as a high three-star, um, made the jump into the Rivals 250, you know, well-deserved, one of the diamonds in the rough of the class for a long time, elite 11 quarterback as a three-star, not too many of those. Um, I still think he's going to jump to four-star status, but I I don't see 250 players in the country better than Malachi Singleton. And uh, I I think that's, like you mentioned, the biggest miss out of this group. Also, Luke Hayes, who committed to Arkansas and was once the number, I believe, 39 player in the country, fell 128 spots this time around to number 206. So he dropped out of the top 100 completely and is now even out of the top 200. I don't, I don't really understand the rationale behind that. What you could have seen over the summer to drop a kid uh, over 128 spots without injury, without um, seeing them play in action. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me there, but I do want to congratulate the two new guys in the mix, Paris Patterson and Jalen Braxton. Both have committed since the last Rivals uh, 250 update, and they both made it from 5.84 star status to 5.84 star in the Rivals 250 status. So congratulations to both of those guys. But you saw three of Arkansas's three Arkansas's three highest touted recruits all fall in in the the latest rankings. I'm not quite sure what the rationale is there. So it, let's just go down the list. At, at 155, the top-rated recruit for Arkansas, Shamar Easter, tight end. And then you mentioned him, Luke Hayes, 206, Micah Tease, 212, Paris Patterson, 235, Jalen Braxton, 238. We mentioned Malachi Singleton. He is going to get bumped up to a four-star, am I right? I, I believe you said he's going to get a four-star, right? I've been told that he was getting a, a ratings bump. I wasn't told how much. I was, you know – thinking it would be into the 250 just because of the performance he's had over the summer. 
Um, and as well as, you know, looking at where he's at on other sites, but apparently that wasn't necessarily the, the case here. So I would be shocked if he wasn't up to at least a 5.84 star from his 5.83 star status. And for the listeners, we just need to like clarify the rankings for these recruits, specifically the Arkansas ones. Alex and I have nothing to do with that. We, we don't even get a say in it. They don't ask us. Now, not not that we are considered like, you know, scouts or experts or recruiting ranking guys or whatever. Like we, we don't do that. We report on it. But I we we try to put a good put a good word in and you you can bet your bottom dollar that we're going to be trying to get Malachi Singleton a bump because he deserves one. But I just don't I don't understand it, Alex. I, I really don't get it. Is it an Arkansas thing? Because, I mean. If you look at it with with Luke Hayes, like so, and someone mentioned this, like he he hasn't played a game. How is he dropping if he hasn't played a game? It makes no sense. That would be my biggest, you know, one where you could look at it and say, oh, you know, there's there's a prejudice against Arkansas recruits. As far as Singleton goes, I think he's just being underrated for whatever reason. Now, you see two Alabama commits in the mix that neither of them made the Elite Eleven. At least one of them competed. I don't know if both of them did, but um, if Malachi Singleton was an Alabama commit, a Georgia commit, do I think he would be in the rivals 250? Absolutely, I do. But I don't necessarily know that it's a, hey, we hate Arkansas, so we're going to toss them down out of the 250. I think he's just been an underrated kid throughout the entirety of the cycle, and that's really played you know well for Arkansas. He, he picked Arkansas over a Georgia offer, which – you know, who knows if that was as a starting quarterback or as as just a guy there to join the class. Um, UCF as well, but uh, you see guys like Luke Hayes, like, you know, even Shamar Easter, who stayed as a 5.9 four-star and is now Arkansas's lone 5.9 guy. Um, you're seeing everybody drop across the board. And I do want to preface by saying this isn't the end of Rivals Rankings Week. There's still going to be a couple more days where we see the position rankings and we see the state rankings. So we'll have more on that in next week's episode. But from what we can see here, these five guys, three of them dropped drastically. Two of them, you know, moved up and probably deservedly so. They both looked great on film, at, at least as far as I could see. And then you have a couple guys, you know, Malachi Singleton and then Isaiah Augustave is another one who has dominated the summer circuits, actually got up inside the top 200 on another recruiting service that's one of our competitors um, and is in, in the top 300 for, for another separate service as well. So all interesting stuff there. And I'm really, you know, really on, on edge trying to see where, uh, Singleton and Augustave and some of those other borderline four-star guys are going to end up. So I think one question that people might have is these these changing the the change to these recruits rankings. How much of an impact does that have on Arkansas's class ranking as a whole? Is it going to have a big impact? Is it not really going to show up or? Is it, you know, what is that going to look like if if you get a Malachi Singleton bump up to a four-star, maybe an Isaiah Augustave or however you pronounce his last name, um, you see him get bumped up to a four-star? Like, if, if you get two more four-stars in the class, you think that Arkansas maybe moves up a couple spots? 
I think at least as far as the time being goes, yeah, you're going to see, you're going to see a move there. You're probably going to see guys drop uh, in ratings as well. I mean, there are some borderline four-star guys like Luke Brown, who, who, you know, were a 5.8 four-star didn't make the rivals 250 this time around. Are they going to keep him at, at that four-star status? Are they going to drop him to a high three-star? Um, it, it's really all up in the air. And right now, Arkansas is in a really interesting spot where they have 23 guys committed in this upcoming class. They don't really have to worry about, you know, bringing in new guys, although we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the 2023 Hogboard updates I made over the last weekend. But they're only looking for one or two more guys to add to this class. You've got teams like Ohio State, like Alabama, Georgia, Notre Dame, AM, who are looking to add, you know, eight, 10, 15 guys to their classes still. So the rankings are far from finished as far as the 2023 class goes. But I still think, you know, if you see a couple guys get bumped up, you see a couple guys go down, I'm really, really um, interested to see what Arkansas is going to be able to do with this class. And I think that, that the staff did a really nice job putting this one together. There's not many misses when you look top to bottom, and there's a lot of hits in my opinion. All right, let's move on to KV on Henderson. He, uh, he put Arkansas in his top five, uh, 2024 rivals, 100 D end. Um, we know that this is a position on the defensive line that would really help Arkansas. Just, I mean, depth on the defensive line is something that helps Arkansas. So to get a, a very talented player on the defensive line would be huge. He's He's got him in his top five, but there's also some some pretty talented teams in that top five as well. You're looking at teams like Auburn, Cincinnati, Georgia, and Oklahoma. Um, how are you feeling about that one, Alex? Do you really have any insight into that? Yeah, you know, going into the beginning of, of before this announcement, I was feeling pretty comfortable in Arkansas's chances with KV on Henderson just because they seem to be taking over that state of Alabama in a big way. You have three guys committed from there this year looking to get another one with Vice and Lang. And then you've also got, you know, you're building towards the future there. It, it's evident that the staff's trying to make an impact there. KV on Henderson being friends with a guy like Dallas Young, playing against guys like TJ Metcalf, like Davion Dozier, makes you have to think, you know, Arkansas is really going to be able to hold their own against the hometown school in Auburn and against uh, SEC power Georgia, against a, a top-level team like Oklahoma. Um, and, and as far as the defensive end position goes in 2024, if they're able to land, you know, Kavion Henderson, a Rivals 100 guy, the number 84 player in the country, and Charleston Collins out of Little Rock Mills, I mean, you're looking at a heck of a defensive line crop, uh, crop just between those two players, not – even factoring in who they get at defensive tackle, what other defensive ends they're looking at. That would be a huge, huge win for, for defensive line coach Deke Adams if you can get either of those guys. But if you can get both, then you're looking at a really, really special group in that 2024 group. Speaking of Deke Adams, I think that it would be very beneficial for Arkansas if he was able to stick around for another year. That would really help with getting those guys that you're talking about. I feel like the reason that We've had a lot of people on our on our website ask like what's going on with recruiting at defensive line? Like why why are they lacking there? Why is it hard for them to get good defensive linemen? First of all, it's the good defensive linemen, and Deke Adams said this himself, like it's very like they're not as common as great wide receivers or great running backs or great quarterbacks. Like finding a good defensive lineman is hard because there's a limited amount and that limited amount is also being targeted by the big time teams. Um, and so if you're able to, you know, keep your coach there, which Arkansas had like a rotating door at defensive line coach. And so if they're able to do that, I think that would help with guys like KV on Henderson. Um, the, the guy from Mills, like you said, as well, 
like those those things having consistency that really helps. I mean, that's why Pittman signed a non-compete clause over the offseason is to, you know, show these recruits, hey, I'm here to stay. You're not going to have to worry about another head coach coming in. It would be great if these D-linemen could not have to worry about having another D-line coach come in. And it really seems like the guys on the team right now, they like Deke Adams as well. Yeah, and to add to that, I even forgot a guy in TJ Lindsay out of Bryant who, who's going to be bumped up likely to four-star status from being – unranked in the last rivals update you know there's a ton of in-state talent for this staff to go after and you're seeing them them extend offers out if you're able to land those guys and like you mentioned deke adams one thing that this staff has been prided on is the fact that they're keeping the assistant coaches they've kept kendall browse they've kept barry odom they're keeping guys like michael Shear, like uh, dow loggins cody kennedy all these guys are being targeted by other teams you, that you, you know, that from, you know, Arkansas's rise over the last couple of seasons, keeping them has been huge. They haven't yet found that defensive line coach that that's been able to stick and be a real, you know, anchor for that unit. And if Deke Adams is that guy, I, I completely agree with you. I think that's going to be very beneficial when you're trying to bring in not only in-state guys, but out-of-state guys as well to really take you from, you know, a good team to potentially being a great team here in the next couple seasons. All right, let's move on to your hog board updates. So you updated the 2023 hog board. Let's hit that first before we move on to 2024, which you've released your quarterback hog board for. So talk about your updates for 2023. Hog board is available over at hogbeat.com. It is premium content. Whenever we release a new one, we make it free for the day. So when you released your 2024 quarterbacks hog board, it was free for the day. So that's why you got to follow us on social media at Trader Rivals at Chote Mason. That way you can know when you can get in on it. And really, you should have a subscription to Rivals anyways. Like, you should have a Hogbeat subscription. It's well worth your money. And then, as we've mentioned on this podcast, we've mentioned on other podcasts, we're going to have a great deal coming at the beginning of September that will be uh, very friendly to your wallet. So, uh, all that to say, Alex, updates for the 2023 Hogboard. Yeah, and these, you know, were kind of things that I had been hinting at for a while on our message board and even in the Hogboard itself. But uh, one of the guys that took an official visit to Arkansas seemed to be really, you know, excited about the prospect of, of looking at Arkansas further. Ricky Gibson uh, dropped his top three and uh, in the span of dropping that top three. And when we recorded the last podcast in this one, he did commit to Tennessee. So he'll be sticking within the SEC. It was between Tennessee, Georgia and Penn State. Chose the volunteers. That'll be a game Arkansas, you know, the, the quarterback position is going to be something that Arkansas, you know, I think is well off for over the next couple of years, as you're going to see when we talk about the 2024 big board, but that's, you know, not necessarily a huge loss for the Arkansas secondary. You have the numbers that you already are looking for. Um, there's one guy on defense that I think you're really looking at and, and you would take a commitment from him. And that's Marcus Steele, who's a four-star uh, defensive tackle out of Texas you already have two guys signed at defensive tackle, but Marcus Steele's the type of player that you're going to take his commitment and whatever happens from that, you're okay with it because you're getting such a special player. Um, I do, however, think that and am hearing that he's going to be trending towards the home state school of Texas, despite his family ties to Arkansas. Um, and then on the uh, offensive side of the ball, I removed a guy who was kind of just in the mix just because um, he, he was a guy that hadn't yet 
excluded Arkansas, but it's Logan Reichert out of Missouri. He's looking like an easy Mizzou lock at this point, despite big time offers from around the country. Uh, seems to really want to go put on for his hometown. And uh, he, he talked to, to one of the national analysts about his top schools and Arkansas wasn't anywhere in there. So I removed him from, uh, from the kind of um, cast of rotating characters, if you will, of that 2023 class. There is one man standing on the offensive side of the ball as well, and that's uh, 2023 four-star offensive tackle Vison Lang, who uh, is also from Alabama, as I mentioned, would you know really signal the start of a pipeline shifting if you're able to get Dallas Young, get TJ Metcalf, get Davion Dozier, and then Vison Lang as well. You're looking at Tevis Metcalf and Kavion Henderson in 2024 as guys that would also be big additions, and then I'm sure there's more that are just off the top of my head. But um, – that would be the one that I'm hearing good things about. I actually have a future cast in for him. I put it in a, uh, probably a month ago at this point. So if you guys want to see my reasoning behind that, go check it out on our message board. All you have to do is search Bison Lang future cast. It'll pop up, but um, he's one that I'm feeling really good about. So I, if I had to guess, I would say Arkansas brings in one of those two guys. And I think it's going to be Lang over deal uh, when push comes to shove. So for Arkansas, because they have 23 commitments already in the 2023 class, how difficult is that for them when they're, you know, you still want to focus on these 23 guys, but like how much are they going to be in contact with those dudes? I mean, because they're also looking ahead to 2024. They also got the season going on. I mean, these 2023 guys are playing their own seasons, but they're still looking at a couple of these guys that you're talking about. You know, do you know much about that? the conversation that's had between maybe guys that are already committed or guys that they're still targeting despite a full class already. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to contact Marcus deal or uh vice and Lang, but I do know that, you know, Lang's expected to come for a visit in the season, I believe before his commitment date. So that's something that you're looking at and it's a positive sign for Arkansas, another chance for the staff to show him that this is the place that he wants to spend the next three to five years of his life playing football. And hopefully, you know, at that point, pushing for a spot in the NFL or, or playing professional football elsewhere. Um, as far as conversation with the 23 guys go, I've heard it from a couple people that the staff's still very involved, despite, you know, feeling like the class is probably uh, all but wrapped up, you know, barring one or two guys commitments. Uh, I haven't sensed much of a flip uh, watch from anywhere. You know, one guy who I've been a little bit uh, inquisitive about is Jaden Ham, the third tight end in this class behind uh, Shamar Easter and Luke Hayes, as far as rivals rankings go, still a high three-star, still a really talented guy, was actually the second commitment in this 2023 class back last fall. But um, I talked to him recently, and he seems like he's still locked in and ready to go for the Razorbacks. Uh, as far as 2024 goes, though, you really, you know, the staff, rightfully so, is pushing hard for these guys. They're really making an effort to, to reach out and, and build those early relationships so that when, when it comes time for these kids to start making decisions um they're in a good spot as far as where where their relationships at what the what the kids looking for at the next level um and you have to remember when you're looking at that that it is still a year out from you know when you'd usually see that first commitment arkansas you know got lucky if you want to put it that way and getting braylon russell midway through the season last year you're still starting to wait for those dominoes to fall for that 24 class so speaking of the 24 class 
2024 hog board for quarterbacks. You kind of you kind of hinted at it earlier, said that Arkansas set up well at the quarterback spot, which is true. You got KJ Jefferson this year. Next year you should have Malik Hornsby as your starter. Um unless I mean Malachi Singleton, he probably won't start as a freshman. Uh yeah, it'll be Malik Hornsby unless anything crazy happens. Like we're just talking about Today, August 16th, 2022, what it's going to look like. KJ Jefferson this year, Malik Hornsby next year, and then figure it out from then on. But they only got one one quarterback recruit. It's Malachi Singleton in the 2023 class. You put out your 2024 hog board. Maybe give people a little bit of a taste of what you put in there. Yeah, so in the hog board, I have you know the latest, which is what the most recent news update is as far as the entirety of Arkansas's quarterback recruiting goes for the 2024 class. Um, and then I have the, the the actual board, which you know the table system we have isn't necessarily great, so there may be a, a little bit of a formatting error, but it includes name, height, weight, links to all their profiles, um, what their interest level is, whether it be high, low, moderate, very high, very low, committed. Um, no commits yet in that 2024 quarterback class, but I'm going to be dropping them for each position. Uh, also, you know, it has whether they're trending up or trending down with Arkansas, um, and uh, their hometown. So it gives you a little bit of idea of where Arkansas's offers are going to in that 2024 class. They have 12 on the board right now. I'll update it as new offers come in. Um, and then it also has a little snippet about where, where the team's at with each quarterback. So uh, all the guys with a high or very high or moderate interest level, I, I put in, you know, a little blurb about where they're at with the Razorbacks as well as a general look at the, the low and very low interest guys. Um, as far as a snippet goes, it was free yesterday, so I'll go ahead and give it out. Uh, Walker White, I think, needs to be the quarterback of this class. He's a very talented prospect out of Little Rock Christian. Um, I'm actually going to be able to go see him in a couple weeks when they take on uh, Shiloh Christian in Springdale, which is a little bit closer to home for me. But uh, I've seen his film. He's a stud. He, he's rated in the top 200 for the Rivals 250 in 2024. Really, really talented kid, has ties to the university, whether it be grandpa, dad, brothers, you know, everyone, everything is pointing for him to head to uh, to Arkansas. The offer came a little bit late, but that's something that he was kind of expecting, as he's told uh, our old boss, Andrew Hutchinson, in previous stories. Um, so I think he has to be the guy. And then another uh, couple of guys that Arkansas is looking, uh, looking at, you know, one guy that's trending up, that'll be Mike Hawkins, who was in town for the cookout a couple weeks ago out of Allen, Texas. A couple teammates are also really, you know, starting to gain some favor with Arkansas. Um, and then also a guy who's trending down is actually Mabry, Mabry Matur out of Texas as well, who visited earlier this summer. But I, I have a feeling that, you know, with, with White's interest picking up, as well as Hawkins, the the staff may be starting to, you know, kind of take a back seat in that recruitment. So yeah, you mentioned the 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 board, like the actual board. And Alex, you've got the the interest level, which is high, moderate, or low, which is great. You got the star, you got where they're from. Um, I mean, everything over here on the uh the 2024 hog board for quarterbacks is just great stuff. Links to every player, everything you would need to know about them where they stand with Arkansas as of now, which is limited information. Like it's the 2024 class. We don't, we're, we're still focused on the 2023 class. So as far as like in-depth stuff for 2024, it's hard to come by, but Alex did his best and it's great stuff. I highly recommend you go check it out because it's, it's going to be worth your time. 
And so um, if, if you're worried about the subscription price, we'll have plenty more content to come. And I'm telling you, if you if you just like hold on with us, I don't know why I can't put it out now, but hold on with us to the start of September and uh, we'll get you a great deal where it's a lot more friendly on your wallet. So, uh, but Alex, yeah, I mean, 2024 Hogwarts for quarterbacks, great stuff. What's up next for you? Um, so I'm torn. I'm, I'm thinking about either starting going the same way I went with uh, my original round of the 2023 big board, uh, which we called it at that time, which would be going all the way through the offense, then all the way through the defense. Um, since it is an earlier look, I'm not going to have one offensive and one defensive big uh, hog board the way that I do in 2023 just yet. That's going to be once things start to come together a little bit. Um, so these are really, like you said, just an early, early look at kind of how things are shaping up. I'll be adding offers as they come in for uh, the 2024 class, each position group. Um, but I'm torn between going to running back or going to the other side of the ball and, you know, starting maybe at the safety position, getting crazy with it and just coming all the way back around the horn that way. So um, I guess we can, you know, make a poll somewhere. Or you guys can tweet at us. I'll put a poll out on my Twitter at trade arrivals and we can decide if you guys want that flip flop between offense and defense, or if you guys want it straight through the offense, the skilled positions and then back through the defense all the way to where uh, safety and athlete would be. Yeah. I think letting the people decide is a good decision. Good decision there, but uh, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the recruiting Hawks podcast. I've been Mason Choate. He's been, well, I'm still Mason Choate. He's still Alex Trader and uh, we'll still be Mason Choate and Alex Trader next Wednesday when we uh, when we get back with y'all on the Recruiting Hogs podcast. Until then, you can go to hogbeat.com, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com for all of your Arkansas Razorback content. Got a lot of great stuff coming out of fall camp. Alex killing it on the recruiting trail. And uh, basketball, we have good basketball content over there, but we're probably not going to be putting out a whole lot of like updated basketball content because they're done with Europe and football is – football it's football season so we're going to be doing football so uh but go to hogbeat.com subscribe check out all the stuff we got plenty of free stuff too if you don't want to subscribe i understand but uh i would i would like you to so uh and check out the hogbeat youtube as well just type in hogbeat on youtube all the press conferences video from practice every day um podcast we're deciding if we want to keep putting the podcast on the youtube or not but what you'll you'll figure it out we'll let you know um but yeah this has been the recruiting hawks podcast thank you alex for your time and thank you listener for your time yeah.